Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Andrew and this is Sensemaker from TortoiseMedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. Before we start, let me take a brief moment to tell you about Tortoise. That's the newsroom I work in. We make podcasts like this one, but we also do bigger investigations and hold live events called Thinkings, where we want to know what you think. If you like the sound of that, and if you're fed up listening to ads, go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash join us and sign up. This August, we're offering a year's membership for £50. That's 40% off our usual price. And if you can't afford that, just write to us at memberhelp at tortoisemedia.com saying so, and we'll look into giving you a funded membership. We've never rejected an application as of yet. Now, on to today's episode. Could police checks on social media help stop mass shootings? Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Just days ago, the UK saw its deadliest mass shooting in a decade. A gunman killed his mother and four other victims, including a three-year-old girl in Plymouth with a shotgun. It was an act of violence that sent shockwaves through the local community and the rest of the country. This is an awful tragedy, probably the darkest day in Plymouth's history since the end of the Second World War in terms of the number of casualties all at the same time. It really is horrendous here. The perpetrator was a 22-year-old man called Jake Davison. After his rampage, he shot himself. And as soon as police started to investigate what had happened, the focus turned to Jake Davison's social media and his use of internet forums. So could these have provided clues of what was to come? Various YouTube videos and forum posts have since come to light which indicate Jake Davison was part of the online incel movement. If that term isn't familiar to you, it stands for involuntary celibate, and it describes young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually, men who are often hostile towards women. And this isn't the first time that someone involved in the incel community has been the perpetrator of mass murder. That deadly rampage tonight, police calling it premeditated mass murder. In 2014, Elliot Rogers, also 22 years old, shot dead six people and injured 14 others near Santa Barbara, California. Before the attack, he posted videos stating that he had planned the murders as a day of retribution and said that he had no choice but to exact revenge on the society that had denied him sex and love. This is Rogers' father speaking shortly after the shooting. Did you know that he was sick? No. This is the American horror story, or the world's horror story, is when you have somebody who on the outside is one thing, and on the inside is something completely different and you don't see it. Other self-proclaimed incels have been inspired by Rogers. In 2018, minutes before he drove onto a sidewalk killing 10 people in Toronto, 
Alec Manassian posted to Facebook that an incel rebellion has already begun and praised Elliot Rogers. The attacks keep coming and people have started to ask whether the incel community should now be deemed a terror threat. So the question is, how do we police this internet subculture and what role do social media companies need to play? To own a gun in the UK, you have to prove you're not a danger to the public. To get one, you might have to be interviewed, inspectors might visit your property, your criminal record would be checked, and your GP might even be contacted. And in Jake Davison's case, the local police who conducted these checks have now come under scrutiny. Because it turns out that the 22-year-old had been accused of assault and had his gun permit revoked in December. But Devon and Cornwall police returned his gun and permit last month. They're now under investigation by the Independent Office for Police Conduct. And in response to the Plymouth shooting, the government has decided to rush through amendments to gun licensing laws, which would make social media checks mandatory. And I am very clear about this. We will always learn lessons from incidences, terrible, tragic events like this, particularly where there are key factors, online activity, for example. This would mean police forces trawling through social media profiles as part of a gun licence application. It may also mean looking back at current gun owners' profiles. And it's not an easy job. There are over 500,000 shotgun certificate owners in the UK. But it also means policing an increasingly complex and expanding online world. Incel communities use very specific language in their posts, often terms that only people with expert knowledge of the community, or part of it themselves, can easily understand the significance of. There's also a fear that increased policing on public platforms will only push members to more secretive, anonymous forums. Reddit did block the subreddit rincels in 2017 because it broke its community guidelines about inciting violence. But a quick search will turn up other pages where incels come together, including pages where Jake Davison posted, like rvirgin and rmensrise, which have over 350,000 members between them. Jake Davison's Reddit account was also reportedly banned the day before the shooting for harassing a 16-year-old girl on the platform. YouTube has now taken down Davison's account. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's not the first time the platforms have taken action to try to limit misogynistic groups. At the beginning of August, Reddit took down the Men Go Their Own Way forum, known as an anti-feminist group which advocates for men to separate their lives completely from women. But of course, despite action from Reddit and YouTube, there are plenty of other platforms that allow this kind of online discourse to go unchecked. 
places like Parler or Telegram. The incel community is only a small part of a network of internet subcultures, and not all of them are dangerous. However, as Elliot Rogers and Jake Davison show, they can turn violent with devastating consequences. The question of how to police the online world is a complex one, and while Reddit and YouTube are now taking action, for Jake Davison's six victims, it all comes too late. Today's episode was written by Phoebe Davis and produced by Ella Hill. The Sensemaker. What comes to mind when you think of Amber Heard? A liar? A survivor? A narcissist? The trial of Depp v. Heard was a global phenomenon. But I want to know, was it a fair fight? I'm Alexi Mostris, the host of Sweet Bobby and Hoaxed. In my new podcast, I'm investigating whether Amber Heard was the victim of an organised trolling campaign. Just search for Who Trolled Amber wherever you get your podcasts.